In today's episode, while leaning on the frustration sensitivity index, Dr. Kashi introduces and then navigates the concept of double trouble, while emphasizing the dangers of destructive impulsivity and what to do about it. Roll the intro! Hello! Hello! And welcome to... Coffee with Cashy. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. Hopefully, the Frustration Sensitivity Index, FSI, even though it was the abridged true or false version that, although it could be better, was good enough, winky face, that it gave you an idea in real time about where you can focus, broadly speaking, your cognitive behavioral and philosophical efforts. Cognitive, behavioral, philosophical efforts, okay? Indeed, since a frustration is a discrete event, rather than a chronic, negative, whiny feeling, how people tend to categorize it, uh, then you can reasonably substantiate common events that throw a wrench in, that is, obstruct, practically everyone's daily operations, good mood, plans to achieve, and sense of fairness, okay? The four frustration domains. Indeed, the frustration spillage discussed earlier tends to happen in this order. It often happens in many different orders, and many frustrations do overlap domains, but this is a great schematic to start out with. Practically everyone can identify some time in their life when this series of events occurs. Okay, throw some personal experience in here. <laughs> One, something gets in the way of what you want to do. Your computer locks up operational frustration. Two, you work yourself up into a bad mood because of it. You go into a homicidal rage against the machine. <laughs> Emotional frustration. Three, you probably do something impulsive and dumb, sabotaging the plans you have for yourself. You punch the desk, spill your coffee on the computer and it fizzles out and you miss a deadline achievement frustration. Then you curse the frustration gods because the universe hates you and this is horrible and terrible and awful and nothing ever works and everything always fails. Everyone else is spoiled and lucky and selfish with their perfect computers and 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 I can't stand it. Fairness frustration. And that's all folks. You've contracted the I can't stand it itis. Bear in mind, please, since frustrations are discrete events, it is okay to be frustrated by the same things other people are typically frustrated by, because it is literally an event that gets in the way between you and something you want, essentially. People, generally speaking, do similar things day to day, operations, want to be in a good mood, emotions, have ways they like to be treated and rewarded for their efforts, a sense of fairness, and have things they want to accomplish achievement okay for instance if you commute to work then a traffic jam is a frustrating event and it's a frustrating event for literally any person that commutes to work why it's something that obstructs an operational component of their life to get to work see how this is different from frustration as that whiny sort of you know feeling uh, that people tend to interpret frustration in that way 
the issue is that the issue in in the context of frustrating events is that when you encounter a frustration and use that as a permission to then frustrate yourself on top of it. Some literature describes this as being frustrated about a frustration or faffing as it were. <laughs> this frustration typically a practical this frustration typically a practical issue frustration number 1 upgrades into a disturbance, likely an impulsive and destructive emotional disturbance, when you have what Dr. William Naus calls double trouble, okay? This is when a person takes a frustrating event, like they, they encounter a frustrating event, possibly or probably, you know, somewhat of a cosmic accident in, in the context of like, they probably have close to zero influence over whether it happens, such as traffic and operational frustration. However, they use that as permission to frustrate themselves on purpose. So there's kind of like an accidental cosmic frustration, okay, that the person then uses, upgrades, upgrades it, and then use it as permission to frustrate themselves on purpose. Typically in the emotional domain, okay, where you curse the frustration gods and throw a fit because the universe decided to cause a fender bender on the only reasonable route to work. To that end, a person may get frustrated operationally, say stuck in traffic, and use it as permission to throw a temper tantrum obstructing their generally positive attitude. Emotional frustration, okay? This is how you become frustrated about a frustration, faffing around, or double trouble. It is quite dangerous. <laughs> this double trouble, I postulate, is the bedrock of many compulsions, addictive behaviors, and destructive impulsivity which some people may recognize as binge eating, binge drinking, tantrums, and other so-called self-control problems that are the result of bad willpower and other terms of the like, okay? For instance, if you're trying to lose weight and the scale goes up in achievement frustration, you can work yourself up into a bad mood because of it, emotional frustration, and you can use it as permission to eat on account of your bad mood, which then may cause the scale to go up again until this diet program you're on is obviously too hard and unsustainable in operational frustration and it sucks and you can't stand it anymore because all those other skinny bitches can eat whatever they want. Fairness frustration, okay? Interesting, right? Do you see how frustration tolerance might play a role into all of this? Hmm? It's all terribly confusing and mucky, uh, it can be. How about a nice, neat model? Hmm? Dr. Cashy loves beautiful models. He'd stare at them all day if he could, okay? Try this model on for size. This model has just enough coverage for all the important bits, but reveals just enough to keep things interesting. The best type of model, okay? The SRO model, perhaps? The stimulus response outcome model? Hmm? SRO, stimulus response outcome? Okay, possible emotional frustration imminent, okay? from me. Although the SRO model obviously stands on the shoulders of giants, it is only my life's work summarized in two minutes, okay? <laughs> the SRO model is a conceptual schematic illustrating the interconnectivity between life's stimuli, typically life's frustrating stimuli, the cognitive behavioral response to that stimuli, and the outcome of that response, okay? In this system, S stands for stimulus, which is darn near anything that arouses the central nervous system, darn near anything that gets you to feel, essentially. 
Typically, humans feel something they are stimulated when they perceive that they are closer or further from something that they want, or that, the, that their position relative to, the, to what they want might change sometime in the future. To put the language in perspective, a person is frustrated or encounters a frustrating stimulus when something blocks them or might block them from something they want. Okay. R stands for response here. Response, which represents the change in cognition, what you think, and behavior, what you do, in conformity to the stimulus. All right? If you feel good, then you will want to keep the good thing going and probably act accordingly. If you feel bad and you want to avoid, shrink, or resolve the bad feeling, then you'll probably act accordingly. All right? O is for the outcome. O is for the outcome, which is what happens or appears to happen as a consequence of the response the frustrating stimulus. The outcome, O, in other words, is how a person interprets the consequences of their R response to the probably frustrating stimulus, S, and to that end, an outcome can be constructive or destructive. Now, if a person has a positive interpretation of their result, even if it is objectively negative, further from what they want, then they have purposefully extracted meaningful and potentially applicable information from their behavioral response at R. So you can have a constructive outcome at O, even if the result is bad, because you decided, chose to learn from it and use it for next time. This means that your frustration tolerance goes up. Hmm. Current challenges appear easier. New challenges appear to be reasonable when maybe otherwise they would have appeared absurd to even attempt. And now they might seem like they are in reach. Okay. Now, if a person has a negative interpretation of their result, even if it is objectively positive, closer to what they want. Okay. Maybe you wanted to lose five pounds that week, but you only lose, lose lost two pounds and therefore it is, a, it is a failure, even though it is an objective success, you are closer to what you want, then it's possible, okay, if a person has a negative interpretation of their result, of their result, even if it is objectively positive, closer to what they want, then they have purposefully or mistakenly exaggerated the bad, denied the good, and damaged their self-worth. Frustration sensitivity goes up. They become more sensitive to frustrations. Current challenges appear harder or even overwhelming. New challenges appear futile and even terrifying. It, like the goalpost just keeps moving further away. Okay? Futile. Why bother? Everything looks like Everest. Okay? When your frustrations in any of the four domains consistently exceed your level of frustration tolerance, you increasingly run the risk of contracting the I can't stand it-itis. Which is essentially when a person's chronic sense of overwhelm handicaps them physically and mentally, making it harder to do smart stuff and easier to do dumb stuff. It's pretty easy to recognize it in others and in yourself based off the type of mouth noises, like face noises they make. Internal face noises, like what they think and tell themselves and what you think and tell yourself. And external face noises, typically how they use an external situation as a way to explain their current emotional disturbance. Okay, where everything is horrible, nothing can help me, and it's terrible. 
My life is always a disaster. They make things awful and never make a difference at all. It's a nightmare when I do anything and, and, and I can't stand it. See how eating or drinking or lashing out seems to be, seems like a positively fabulous idea when your I can't stand it-itis flares up like that? Hmm? See how acting impulsively like that may contribute to the I can't stand it-itis flares, making them nastier and come more often? Hmm? This, hopefully, even in a tangentially related way, again, hopefully communicates the impressive power of tolerance, frustration tolerance specifically. If you encounter a stimulus, a frustrating stimulus at S, and your tolerance to frustration is low, your sensitivity to frustration is high, same thing, okay? Then you are likely to frustrate yourself about it, get into that double trouble problem. And this will decrease the space between stimulus and response, will make it smaller, and that makes it harder to do smart stuff and easier to do dumb stuff because it increases your urges for impulsive and self-sabotaging responses at R to that frustrating stimulus at S, leading ultimately to destructive outcomes at O, which, you guessed it, act as their own frustrating stimuli at S. Indeed, an impulsive and destructive response to a frustrating stimulus in the operational domain leads to a destructive outcome, which causes a frustrating stimulus in the emotional domain, which leads ultimately to a frustrating stimulus in the achievement domain, which leads ultimately to a frustrating stimulus in the fairness domain, which will cause more operational frustrations and on and on and on until you're overwhelmed and contracted the I can't stand it-itis. And it's like a flare that sticks with, it feels like forever. Mm. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. Each loop-de-loop, each loop-de-loop adds another layer of frustration into your life. Hmm. For instance, if, going back to the traffic example, if during, if you're stuck in traffic and this homicidal, in your homicidal rage for being stuck in traffic, you roll down your window and yell at the person that cuts you off using choice, colorful language. And that person happens to be your boss. Well, then you've got yourself an achievement frustration. Of course, good luck, your good luck on your next promotion, right? Okay. You would be that lucky. That's typical of how the universe treats you. Fairness frustration. Hmm? Okay. Now that you've got a whole set of frustrations to deal with, right? You can get up to second, third, fourth, fifth order. Fifth order frustrating disturbances. <laughs> Say you hurt your back. Okay. That's a, that's a you know that's a destructive that's a destructive outcome. It is. Okay. Now. Say you start eating and drinking and then gain a ton of weight. Second order destructive outcome. And then you're self-conscious and in chronic pain, which prompts you to start anxiety meds and pain meds. Third order destructive outcome. Which then causes more weight gain and more in relationship problems and career problems. You got like a fourth order destructive outcome. <laughs> okay. 
this hopefully even in a tangentially related way or even a direct way in this instance communicates the impressive power of frustration tolerance. The back injury was a frustrating stimulus for sure. A destructive outcome of something else that happened before it, but it is its own frustrating stimulus. Okay. For sure. A major operational frustration, but still a practical problem but still a practical problem with a rational and constructive response that could resolve it. Hmm? However, you know, by like calling Dr. Wigley at TKN, for instance, okay? But by this frustrating stimulus, S, exceeding the person's frustration tolerance, it quickly upgraded into an emotional disturbance, thereby granting this person permission to respond in a destructive and impulsive way causing their destructive outcome at, oh, tons of weight gain, health problems, etc., which becomes its own frustrating stimulus at S, okay? This destructive impulsivity in this case stemmed from being operationally and then emotionally frustrated, as if by Q, this is then bound to frustrate you in other domains, especially in the achievement domain, reaching goals, and fairness domains, okay? Getting results you think you deserve you get and being treated the way you want to be treated by other people and reaching those goals and what that means in the context of, of the environment you are in, how other people might be getting it, etc. Okay? Even if you work so hard. Indeed, since frustrations are arguably a universal concept and that there are events, okay, frustrating stimuli, they get between people and what they want then the variable outcomes, the variable outcomes, even with the same stimulus, are dictated by the response to those stimuli, yes? But what accounts for those variations in responses between people, which account for the variations in the outcomes, therefore, okay? Excellent question. It is Dr. Viktor Frankl, as he puts it, the space between stimulus and response, the space between stimulus and response, where you as a human, have the insane gift of inserting logic and reason into that space to think rationally and act deliberately in response to your frustrating stimulus to give yourself a constructive outcome. Hmm. Just as you have learned that if you expose a thousand different people to the same so-called frustrating stimulus, then you will practically always get a wide array of responses. And this is because of that space between stimulus and response, a space that with strength of body, presence of mind, and establishing positive feedback loops, you can influence as you see fit. The greater your tolerance to frustration is, the wider you make the gap between stimulus and response, the greater the opportunity you afford yourself to inject rational thoughts and deliberate actions so you can respond to that frustrating stimuli in a way that increases your chances of a constructive outcome. That's all she wrote today. Thank you for learning. Stay rational. Until next time. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Kashi? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you. And see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out. <laughs>